was consistent. I was starting to see $30,000 deals, $10,000 deals. I was like, if I stay in my corporate job, I'm losing money. I'm doing my family a disservice by not going all in. This is game-changing information guaranteed to raise your real estate wholesaling business with actionable steps you can take immediately to navigate the ins and outs of wholesaling and start making money today. Join us as we put our guests in the hot seat and dive deep to dissect their strategies for success to enable you to duplicate their results. You're listening to Wholesaling Inc., the only show dedicated to making you a fortune in wholesaling. Hey, do you have a pride in your work as a professional, as an American, but you feel like you lack control or feel limited in your time? But if you invest in land, you own land, land that is American land, you can experience freedom, freedom of time, freedom of finances, and freedom of geography. I'm Brent Bowers, and join me on my show where each and every episode we learn how to invest in land, make money with American land, and as a real estate investor. So you can earn the freedom you want and deserve. What's happening, Rhino Nation? It's your landman, Brent Bowers. I've got a great episode for you today. This guy is absolutely crushing it in his land business. And he's going to share with you a very unique way that he just did a home run deal, like Grand Slam, and exactly how he did it, how he found the seller. This seller was actually living in his car at the time. And they ended up having to call the ex-wife from like 20 years ago. So stay tuned. You're going to get a great treat here. McLean Bobbitt. I've been waiting for a long time to interview. I I was telling you before I hit the record button and I was like, I'm just going to hit the record button. How the heck are you today? Doing good. I say doing good. Definitely get my morning routines in. Already done with that for the day. So I'll rock and roll this morning. Beautiful. Beautiful. Well, tell me. You know, where you been? We were talking about the Wholesaling Inc. podcast right before this. Like, you got you to gotta say that again just for the listeners. <laughs> um, before you hit the record button, you asked me, hey, have you ever listened to Wholesaling Inc. podcast? I was like, yes. I actually used to live off of that whenever I was working my W-2 trying to get my first wholesale deal because I had like an hour drive every day. So I basically lived off Wholesaling Inc. for probably a year and a half, just constantly learning information like, hey, these guys are my area. If they can do it, I can do it. Like, Come on. I love that. That's so inspiring. And then you also shared something about you were going after what when you were listening to Wholesaling Inc.? Uh, So about a year and a half, about two years ago, there was a group of guys out of Dallas and they were talking about infill lots. And I was like, what's this? Like, what are lots? Because I was only looking for houses. And obviously you get what you go looking for. If you're only looking for houses, that's all you're looking for. Yeah. And I heard... One of the towns they mentioned it was out near me, and they were like, "Yeah, we made thirty thousand dollars on four lots." And I was like, "Are you kidding me? I drive by that area all the time, and I was like, I'm leaving money on the table." So that kind of got me into infill lots, led me to refining my processes and coming to you and making it where, hey, we were focusing on land. I like what you said there too. You get what you go looking for. I just wrote that down. You know, that's powerful. Like we got to talk about that. You know, I, I, I want to talk to you about land, but that's, that's really powerful. Like you get what you focus on, what you're looking for. It's like, you know, I bought this black truck, one of those new black Chevys. I didn't even know what the trail boss was. And now that I've got one of these dang things, I'm like, oh my gosh, these things are everywhere. And I guess my mind is looking for them now. And I'm sure they were everywhere before I bought one, but it's just, is that the same experience for you? Yes. Yes. Which... Whenever I started seeing bigger deals, like 
everyone sees five ten thousand dollar wholesale deals, things like that. Or if you're trying to meet your goals, like until you sit down and you really go, okay, I'm only looking for this. Like I'm gonna go get this. Like for me, like I wanted to be out of corporate America. So like I was like, I'm only gonna focus on this, and I'm gonna find the guys who are where I want to be in two years. Same thing for my bigger deals. Like there was a point, Brent, where I was like, man, I can't get over like a ten thousand dollar assignment. And then it was like, hey, I'm looking for a $50,000 deal. And it was like three of them just back to back to back. And I was like, okay, this is possible right here. I remember doing a phone call with you about what, eight or nine or maybe seven months ago? Seven, eight months ago. Yeah. And you told me that and you just started looking for $50,000 deals and here they are. So that's powerful. That's powerful. Well, are you still doing anything with houses or is it just focused only on land? I kind of dabbled in, we came across a really good deal last. So we came across a really good deal in December for a house. And I do a flip a year just to remind me to not do houses again, like a full <laughs> remodel. Um, if you ask my wife, she'll be like, he does not need to be flipping houses. Like he needs to go back to just focusing on land. But we've changed our marketing where we're focusing more on land again. Last year was 50-50, just kind of whatever came our way. Now it's 75% land, 25% houses. So if we come across a screaming house deal, I'll take it down. But my wife is like, don't touch another house. Like, please don't. Yeah. You just got to stop bringing those conversations to the dinner table, you know? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> if I complain about something for too long, my wife's like, why? Why are you doing it? Like, why, yep. don't, you sell it? why don't you just get rid of it? Why don't you? Well, because it's not selling. We'll sell it anyways. <laughs> you know, I love that. Our wives are definitely... Uh, sometimes our sounding board, but uh, you got to be very careful about sounding too much to that board because sometimes that board will, will bounce one right back at you. And say, <laughs> what? I should have thought about that. So sounds like you cast a huge net basically, or you're just catching all the, you know, the good deals coming in and, and figuring out how to dispo them basically. Yes. Yes. Say so, uh, disposition has been a learning process for me because I'm very good on the acquisition side, finding deals, underwriting, so I actually partnered up with one of the guys that he learned how to wholesale from Wholesaling Inc. And I'm like, hey, you have your disposition process. Like you help me on this part because I hate going and building the buyers list, everything like that, going into new areas. I'm like, just let me go find a deal and you offload them for me. I love it. Well, you've told us a little bit about where you've been. You know, what's things looking like today for you? Operationally wise, so got an office. Um, we got a junior acquisitions, got a uh, part-time acquisitions guy, we're trying to get him over full-time. Got two VAs over in the Philippines. Pretty lean operation. I mean, we our marketing overhead's probably under five, 600 bucks a month in just marketing because we just do cold calling. Like, I haven't done any mass SMS just with all the regulations and everything. I'm like, our bread and butter is cold calling. At the end of the day, you're going to have to get on the phone. So we very Shut rarely up. send out letters too. So... <laughs> Man, how are you missing the golden ticket of letters? I know, I, I know, I know. Oh my gosh. I mean, can your next hire just be someone? I don't care. He can be in India. I, like that's who my that's who goes through every one of my letters, by the way, and prices it out. Like we show them how to figure out exactly what the land's worth and you know, buy the acreage and how to send the letter. Can your next hire just please be someone that just sends those letters out for you? And I want you to compare them. I want you to split test them, A, B test them, whatever you, whatever you got to do. Focus on just three different metrics, like how much you send, how much you spend, and then how much you make. And I want you to side-by-side side compare that. <laughs> just, just see where that goes. Trust Dude, me. <laughs> that, that's something. It's funny you mentioned that because 
this morning I was moving some boxes and I found like a thousand box envelope of envelopes. And I was like, oh, I'll, I'll use these later. <laughs> Just toss them aside. <laughs> I was walking out the door with them. I was like, no, nah, I don't need those yet. Yeah. No, I mean, cold calling absolutely works for land. Uh, it's just, you know, I don't do it with my company just because it's, I told you, like, it's a lot of management. I had three cold calls at one time, which is nothing compared to some people's operations, but I'm in the lifestyle business. I want these letters to go out. You know, my marketing director's on vacation right now and the letters, Tara oh, still mailed them. They're over still there. going. Yeah. Uh, supercharged offers, Alicia over at supercharged offers still sent my letters and we're not sending the time. We average about 500 a week and it's passive. Like at the end of the day, I want the mail to go out, whether I'm dead or alive. <laughs> exactly. Shoot. Making it sound better and better. So. <laughs> I didn't realize we were jumping on here to do a coaching call, but Hey, let's keep with the podcast. Uh, yeah, no, yeah. I digress a little bit, but no, you were telling me a story over Facebook the other day. I'm super, super fascinated with it. And I want to say that I have never heard of anybody else doing it. And it's just, it sounds so basic. However, it's brilliant because I think there's two types of genius in this world. There's like Einstein equals MC squared. And then there's guys like, uh, uh, whatever. We'll just leave it with Einstein. And then there's guys that just keep it so simple and they just see the simplicity of things and they act on it. I think that's more of my thing. I love, I'm not, I'm not calling myself a genius, by the way. I'm just saying I love simple things. Can you explain like what you're talking to me about over Facebook the other day? Yeah. Like how you like the, the whole deal, like from start, to- <laughs> from start to finish. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, I was, I was telling you about the deal that basically I spent less than $5 to get this deal. But we, we normally target very specific stuff. Messy title issues is something we come across very common for land. But we, we target specific stuff like tax delinquent uh, with code violations. And I'd stacked this list, pulled it, and I, I was looking through it because I normally know my areas pretty well. We were very hyper-focused. And I was like, this guy owns five properties on the same street, and he's 18 years behind on taxes. And I was like, let me dig a little bit further. Let me, let me dig about a little further. And I saw he had liens going back all the way to 2000. I was like, okay, this guy, he's not doing anything with it. And of course, I tried to cold call him. I was like, hey, let's just cold call him. You skip Genie, pull up the county record, saw his his home address was across the street. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to go door knock this guy. This is too good of a deal for me to let slide by. And mind you, I did this all on the same day. I was like, I'm finding this guy. Like, I'm going to go door knock his house and kick in the door if we need to. So, Went to the house, showed up. That's, it was that's rhinoceros <laughs> determination in you, right there. Just charging oh, is manhunt is manhunt time. But um, showed up. Tenants were like, "Yeah, he has. He sold us his house like twenty years ago, fifteen years ago. Haven't heard from him since." So I was like, "Okay, we got to find this guy." Reached out to a friend of mine that has TLO. She couldn't get any of the phone numbers, but there was an address. There was a new address. I was like, "Okay." And also, come to find out, this gentleman had three other brothers. They all had the same name, just different initials in the middle name. So shot in the dark, I said, you know what? I'm just going to go send a letter. And <laughs> I went up to the post office, said, hey, I need a certified letter. I need to make sure they sign for it whenever they get it. And I need the receipt back. Well, I sent that off on a Wednesday. So Wednesday, letter goes out. Monday afternoon, I get a text. He goes, hey, this is James. You sent a letter to my brother. It's about my five properties on this street. I'm ready to sell. 
So I was like, okay, this, this is a miracle. Like, okay, let's run with this. And I have the text still where he's like, I'm ready to sell. We didn't mention anything about price, nothing. I just said, what's your email? Sent over him a contract. And I remember very vividly because I sent him the contract. I was on my way to my in-laws and it's like 10 minutes to get to their house. And by the time I pulled in their driveway, it's a DocuSign sign. I was like, are you kidding me? Brent, I locked these up for $7,500 each. All five, right? All five, yeah. On the same street. On the same street, all beside each other. Yes. I, I texted the gentleman. I was like, hey, do you know about the properties? And he's like, yeah, I'm like 15 years behind on taxes. I do not have the money. He's like, I know there's fines. I don't have the money for that. I barely have enough money for my phone or mm. to keep the utilities on. So I was like, you know what? This is found money for you. The guy actually ended up owing $27,000 in liens between the five properties and 18000 give or take, on taxes. So he was like, I do not have the money for that. He's like, if I make anything off it, I'm happy. So locked him up, sent him over. Out of work was pretty clear. I assigned those five lots for $105,000. What? So, I didn't hear you. I, didn't hear you. <laughs> I, I signed those five lots for $105,000. I just had to make you repeat. <laughs> I'm going to hit this victory bell one time. So anybody's got ear, ear pods in, just brace for impact. That is incredible. So I'm over here doing math. You know, I got the calculator coming out. So you assign them for 105. You bought them for what? 37,500. So 7,500 times five. You know, what did the numbers look like on that? Like, what did the net profit look like on that? So, so we covered his taxes and fine or taxes and liens. He made $7,500. Beautiful. Um, between the taxes and the liens, the difference there on the assignment, um, we ended up netting $51,504 off a $3 certified letter. So, <laughs> mailing works. Freaking holy cow, $51,504. So, you know, I can't really, you know, hate on you too much because at least you're mailing. You know, how often are you mailing these certified letters? I hope, I hope every day now, right? $4 a day will keep, uh, keep the uh, bill collectors away for you. Yeah. Yeah. No, we, I'll be honest. We have been very cold, cold call heavy, which I know I'm kicking myself whenever I, I go back and I have that check hanging in my, in my office at my house. And I'm like, you're leaving money on the table mailing. But again, I'm, I'm the kind of guy who's like, let's go find this deal today. Let's go cold call him today. How can we get in touch with them today? So Man. if anything, that's a, that's a key moment right there for me to take action on mailing more consistently. I'm just doing some more math. I'm going to take $51,504 <laughs> in profit. And I'm no mathematician, but uh, I'm going to divide that by... How much did you spend on that certified letter? Uh, $3.20. All right, three dollars and twenty cents plus your gas to get there. It's like five dollars a gallon right now. If <laughs> unless you ha have a diesel truck, um, it's even more. So let's just say it costs you, you know, three plus the ten dollars to get there. And then how much time? How much time did it take you to do that? I mean, probably thirty minutes of drive time to the property where his house was and back. Sent the letter the same day, so maybe two hours combined. Mm -hmm. That's amazing. So you pretty much made like $25,000 an hour to mail. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I have a lot of people and I just, I'd like to break it down to the simple like that uh, because so many people are afraid to mail and not you, you're, you've got a cold calling operation. If you can cold call, like that's, that's serious rhino stuff right there. Like 
you know, I don't even teach cold calling because that's scary. Like, I don't want to get beat up on the phone. That's not <laughs> male people. They don't know where I live. They don't know who my voice. And then sometimes they, they yell at me over in the mail and they tell me it's the garbage offer. And we say, oh man, you know, our calculation was off. What would you take? And that, that happens all the time and we, we make profit. But, uh, you know, I feel like so many people are afraid to mail, to, afraid to invest in themselves and their businesses, something that's going to serve them and their family and eventually others. But you're like living proof of just taking the time to do the little extra work. And guys, if you don't have a friend like McLean that has TLO, that stuff's expensive to have. Mm-hmm. You guys, guys, you have batchleads.io. And if you use my, my link, TLS, you're going to get a lot of records that you can search for free. And they are awesome. Like they work. And again, that's batchleads.io forward slash TLS. Or go ahead, go out there like, like McLean and, you know, network and find someone that's got TLO. But I think batch leads is easier because I can do it at 4 a.m. in my underwear. Mm-hmm. I guess you could call your friend at 4 a.m. in your underwear as well. <laughs> yeah, they might not like me. <laughs> yeah. Well, awesome, man. Do you have any other advice for the listener? I know that you are a seasoned business owner. I mean, you guys are doing all the right things. I mean, you even have the pull. I can see behind you, you get the pull-up bar in your office. <laughs> um, yeah. What would you say? And you have the victory bell. Yours is gold. It's like bronze. Oh my gosh. I'm not we broke the handle one. on it, actually. <laughs> I'm not going to send you one. You already have one. That's awesome. <laughs> Unless you need another one for another. I one. mean, we'll take two. Okay, cool. You have to give me your address after this. What would you say to the listener just starting out that maybe doesn't have a cold calling operation or they're thinking about getting started or they're just not sure what to say or maybe maybe their wife doesn't agree or their husband does not agree with it? Like, what advice would you have for that person? So... I actually was in that situation whenever I first started. Whenever I first started, we were newly married, barely had any money. And I heard this thing called wholesaling. And I was like, look, I told my wife, I said, hey, I'm going to go do this. Like, I'm going to go try and do this. And I would, mind you, I was driving an hour to work every day, working eight hours. And we didn't have like any money to spare. So I was door dashing, Ubering to make marketing money for 50 bucks a month or whatever, or 50 bucks for a month of marketing. And for seven months, my wife said, this is stupid. You're wasting your time. You're driving on weekends, looking at properties. This is so dumb. It's not worth it. And seven months later, I got my first deal closed. I got my second deal right after that, immediately after, like 10 days later. And she saw that first check and she's like, go do it again. Go do it again. But if I could tell anybody, and this is my favorite part right here, actually, is if I could tell anybody starting out, like, look at your family, whether it's your kids, your wife, whoever you've got. And go do what you need to do for that day. If it's making the cold calls, if it's working after your nine to five, do whatever it takes because they're counting on you. Like my wife and I, we had fertility issues. And I remember sitting in the doctor's office and they're like, hey, you're going to have to do in vitro. And that's, that's expensive. That's like $25,000 for a 50-50 shot. And my wife was crying. She's like, we'll never be able to afford that. And for me, that was whenever I saw my turning point is, look, we got to make this Either I'm going all in on this or this ain't happening. And uh, that's kind of whenever I started getting my deals just consistent. I was starting to see $30,000 deals, $10,000 deals. I was like, if I stay in my corporate job, I'm losing money. I'm doing my family a disservice by not going all in. Oh my gosh, that's so true. I have a, We have a lot of uh, Wholesaling Inc. Landshark students that I'll get calls and it's like, look, 
I got to go on this uh, mission or I got to go to the field. A lot of, we have a lot of military uh, in, in the land sharks course. And they say, I'm losing money. I'm like, well, the military is still paying you, right? <laughs> <laughs> so that's so funny you say that, but uh, that's powerful. Wow. What a why. That is a huge why. I mean, no wonder why you're just so successful. <laughs> they, whenever I first started, I used to tell myself, I said, look, if you can't go and tell yourself in the mirror that you did everything for that day, you're letting yourself down. Oh, you've so. got to keep that because I feel like, uh, you know, there's some days where I probably, I absolutely could have done more. Um, say that again. That, that's powerful. I'm going to write that down. If, yeah. if, you, if you're driving, please stop. And write <laughs> yeah. So whenever I was first starting out, I, I would tell myself, I'd go, look, if you can't look yourself in the mirror at the end of the day and tell yourself that you did everything you could for that day, you let yourself down. Wow. If you can't look in the mirror at the end of the day and tell yourself, looking at yourself in the mirror, that you've done everything you could have done for that day, you've let yourself down. Is that, is that, did I get that right? Yes. And if, if someone wants to take it up a step, go tell that to your wife or your kids. <laughs> See how many days that lasts until you're like, look, we're getting this done today. Man. Wow. And that's, you know, you don't need those productivity apps or, get Facebook off your phone or turn the chime off on your email or silence your phone when, when you've got that kind of accountability riding on your shoulders, like you're not going to screw around. And I mean, that's, that's powerful. Wow. Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm hoping if you're listening to this, I'm hoping you're really reflecting on this because if you just did this one day a week, what McLean just said, that is beyond like, you'll be way more productive and, and probably in the 1% of the 1% really, you know, just once a week, try that just once a week, try that. And I'm going to put that as a goal on my shoulders as well. It's kind of like, uh, you look like a, you look like you work out, right? <laughs> yes, sir. What do they say about that? That like that last rep, you know, you always got three or four more in you and you don't even realize it unless someone's pushing you there, there to pull it off your neck. If you drop it, and you can usually go like for three or four or five more times. It's the last rep that you actually grow. So, and that's where, I mean, usually like where they, there's that book called Acres of Diamonds. Like he was right there, you know, you just got to go a little further type thing. Exactly. So, right there on the edge. Guys, if you know someone that needs to hear what McLean is saying, please share this episode with them. Brother-in-law, sister-in-law, that like that friend that just needs that kick over the ledge. Share this podcast with someone and need. And then also, if you haven't done so already, please rate us and review us on whatever, whatever you listen to your podcast on. The algorithms love that. And that allows us to expand our message, you know, find more people like McLean that can inspire you as well. Like he just did today. Thank you so much McLean for jumping on any last parting words of wisdom that, that you have so much of. Uh, If I could part with a simple message, it would be don't focus on the big stuff. Focus on what you can do right now, today. Focus on what you can do right now, today. And then where can people find out, find more about you as well as get in touch with you? Um, so you can find me on Facebook. It's McLean. I have to spell it for you. Yeah. M-C-K-L-A-N-E and Bobbitt. Um, find me on Facebook and find me on Instagram too. Same handle, McLean.Bobbitt. And just shoot me a message. Sometimes it takes me a day to get back to everybody because I have... 30, 40 messages, um, but best two places to get a hold of me. Good stuff. Guys, if you're interested in seeing if land is a fit for you, head on over to wholesalinginc.com 
forward slash land. Schedule a call with us and the Wholesaling Inc. team. We'll see what your goals are. If we feel like you're a great fit, I'd be honored to coach you. Thanks so much for jumping on the plane. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. Catch you later. That's all for this episode. Your next step to success is to continue the conversation over at wholesalinginc.com by joining the mailing list as well as get your chance to book a strategy session to learn the systems and become part of the tribe and work personally with one of our amazing coaches. We'll see you next episode with more ways to make you a fortune in wholesaling.